This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Just about two years ago, I started the public speaker. It was in July sometime of 2008. And the very first episode was how to start a conversation. And at the end of that article, I promised a companion piece about starting electronic or online social media conversations. So today is the long-awaited article, two years, about making and extending online conversations. Certainly, over the past two years, there's been staggering growth in social media. And I could look at statistics, but I don't really have to. I always know when something has hit the mainstream, when my two non-techie friends, Linda and Larissa, they start talking about and using the newer technologies. And over the past two years, they've joined, each of them have joined LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And by the way, in that order. I also know that starting conversations online, I also know that starting conversations online is gaining mainstream status because many of my clients have been asking how to make and most recently extend online conversations. In short, they want to understand how to engage their audience. Recently, our entire Quick and Dirty team dedicated an entire conference call to discuss our individual experiences that we've had with online conversations, and I thought it was really interesting. So I thought I'd share with you some of the things that we learned from making these online conversations. But first, before I get into that, I just want to remind you that making conversation is an art. It's not a science. So Although it's good to benefit from other people's experiences, I still think that each of us needs to analyze for ourselves what's working and what isn't. The first tip for making online conversations may seem a little simple, but it really does emphasize a fundamental concept that's extremely important. Always remember that conversations have two sides. Social media conversations are interactions between people. It's not about collecting friends. Yes, it is important to broadcast links that drive traffic back to your website, but it's also equally important, if not more important, to listen, to ask questions, to solicit opinions. Of course, you also need to respond and to be visible. The NBA fan page, I think, is a great example. It's an organization that gets it. They get social media. They get conversations. Even if you're not a basketball fan, I still suggest that you visit their page you'll learn so many effective techniques for engaging an audience. Yesterday, for example, they posted, as good as it gets, tonight is for all the marbles. Who will win game seven? Then they used a Facebook application to poll for the results. What's interesting is that more people actually responded in the comments than they did to the poll, but that's okay. They got a ton of interaction. The main point is that people will respond to questions particularly questions that have no right or wrong answer. And if they're passionate about it, even more so. By asking someone's opinion, people feel, I think, relaxed and willing to respond to both the original questioner and other fans. And by the way, the Quick and Dirty team has also learned from our own group experience over the last few years that in general, people love quizzes. They love polls. I know I do. Another way to get interaction is to post videos. Particularly on Facebook and YouTube, of course, video is extremely popular. If you look at the NBA Facebook page again, you'll see a prime example of that. The last time I checked, in fact, the landing page was a montage of photos. And when you clicked 
each of those photos, it would show a short video clip. Last week, I mentioned that I read on Dan Perez's website, that's award-winning filmmaker Dan Perez, that 90% of internet users prefer watching video to reading an article. So short, meaning less than three minutes, short videos that are entertaining, directly related to your topic area, and that include very subtle, shameless marketing is perfect. For a great example of what I'm talking about, you can view the video that filmmaker Dan Perez made. I included the link in the show notes. By the way, I recently interviewed Dan and he gave me some great advice for creating videos. You can get that exclusive content by joining the you can get that exclusive content by joining the public speaker's Facebook fan page. That's facebook.com forward slash the public speaker. However, I also posted the video in an attempt to share something personal, something that was personal, yet not too personal and somewhat universal. All parents struggle with choosing appropriate childcare. And I think that part of the reason I think Dan's video is so appealing is that he includes his daughter. Like my video, it hints at a universal theme, parents not understanding the younger generation in his case. So the quick and dirty lesson is be sure to include conversations or better yet, some text, video and photographs about things that are related to your topic area, personal to you, yet not too personal and universal in nature. Topics that are appealing and authentic are likely to generate conversation. Some ideas for video could be a quick interview or a guided tour or maybe something funny from your interns. By the way, I'll bet you can guess the third reason that I posted the video. Of course, yes, I'm hopeful that you'll vote. Another obvious way to generate interaction is to give away stuff. More specifically, it's important to reward commitment to your brand by providing either free samples, free products, free services, only via the social media interactions. So the people that are your fans, they're super fans, they're rewarded for participating in the conversation. And by the way, most people initially join the conversation to begin with because they're interested in two things, additional related content and possible freebies from you. So make sure you give them both those things. Holding a contest is a great way to generate conversation and to create enthusiasm or anticipation for something. Right now, Oprah's new cable channel, OWN, O-W-N, it's running a video contest. And I'm guessing that within the last week or so, you probably heard about the contest, either because someone has asked you to vote or you saw the entry on someone's Facebook page, or maybe you heard it through the news or a podcast like this one. The point is contests, they generate conversation and it's person to person conversation. And in essence, it's word of mouth advertising. And that's, of course, the best kind of advertising you can get. By the way, I'm thinking of entering Oprah's contest. What do you think? Do you think I should apply to be a host on her new cable network? Maybe, hmm, maybe if I got Dan Perez to help me, he's the award-winning video producer, maybe I'd have a shot. I don't know. What do you think? Another big contest that's running right now is from SlideShare. I asked our interns from Marshall Wolf to go ahead and generate content for that one. I think that by entering contests that have big audiences like the Oprah and the SlideShare one, you're also generating conversation, both online conversation and offline conversation. So there you have it. Some quick and dirty tips for making conversation online and a little bit offline. First, remember it's a conversation and not a one-way broadcast. Ask people's opinion of anything as long as it relates to the topic 
it's a good conversation starter. Next, people love entertaining video and photos, but they also need content. Remember to occasionally share something that's personal, yet universal, and to reward, through products and services, your super fans. Finally, consider holding a contest or entering a video contest. I believe that networking, any networking, professional networking, starts with conversations, lots of them. Some of those conversations will fizzle out, but others will build into a connection. And if you use these tips, I'm hopeful that you can transform your online friends to real connections and eventually, with time and effort, into relationships. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. Quick and Dirty Tips has recently launched new e-newsletters for Money Girl, Get Fit Guy, and Get It Done Guy. You can get exclusive tips from these Quick and Dirty Tips experts each week that you won't find in the podcast. Visit quickanddirtytips.com and click on the subscribe link. That's in the site navigation bar. You can sign up for any of the Quick and Dirty Tips newsletters. And by the way, for those that are still listening, we're running a promotion this month. And anyone who is subscribed to a Quick and Dirty Tips newsletter by June 20th, that's tomorrow, you'll be entered to win a free book and audiobooks published by Macmillan. So sign up now and be entered to win. And hey, you might win my book, The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview. You can tell your friends that you know the author. And speaking of knowing the author, here are a few people who recently joined the Facebook fan page. Emily Wang, thanks. Rebecca B. Lewis. Colin Garbarino. Will Beck. David A. Smith. Thomas Waters. Camille Berry. Maxie Darren Collier. Chris Halling. Artem Deniliance. Kaisa Alessandra. Rebecca Kirkman. Heather Shepard Gregory. And Arun Pinto, among many others. Thanks for joining the community and for participating in the conversation. I sincerely appreciate it. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>